this week on Not Your Average Fangirls. She said, Girl. I don't know who my bias in day six is. No, it's Jay. No, it's not. Shut up. I know you're right. I, I Ew, have you hear that issues. Issues. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's in the deep trenches, your honor. BTS had us fighting for concert tickets this past week. So, of course, we're here to talk about it all. Espa finally released a song we all love and adore. And the Jay versus JYP saga continues. And all we got to say is justice for Jay. Check it out. What is up, you guys? It is Not Your Average Fangirls. Uh, we're back with another week Woo! of K-pop Miss. It's your girl, Kat. And I would just like to say two words. Jung Jaehyun. Yes, thank you. Hey, guys. It's Cynthia. And my entire time on Bubble consists of sending raccoon TikToks to Woonsung. So there's that. <laughs> I love that. Bubble has officially given me a lot of, like, creative freedom. As in, like, I have a <laughs> lot of characters now. And I bet that that they regret it <laughs> her creative freedom is sitting raccoon I can't. also uh one is going to be on bubble too so that's right oh my god that means i gotta subscribe to ito can't wait to pay money for raven to forget what it is and not send anything for like five months it's fine <laughs> I can't wait to pay money to tell Ido how fine he is all the time. Be like, wow, look at you, you perfect banana nut muffin. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Raymond's just going to be like, it's your boy. It's your boy, Raymond. <laughs> and then he's just going to dip. <laughs> no cap. Oh, he's so embarrassing, but I love him. <laughs> it's okay. We all have that embarrassing bias. And you're just like, good Lord. <laughs> yeah. Hello, everyone. It's Terika. And today is Young Young's birthday. Yes, it is. Yeah. Happy birthday to my cousin. I mean, it won't be by the time you hear this, but just know that it was when we recorded. Mama, how do you say happy birthday in German? Alles Gute zum Geburtstag. Yep, that. Yep. <laughs> uh-huh. Whatever mom said. Alles Gute zum zum Kabutsta. Yeah. And hello, everybody. It's Carolina. I read last night really late that apparently somebody broke into the Starship uh, company and I couldn't stop laughing because all I imagine is a lady just coming in there frantically and like making a mess. So yeah, that, that, that happened. She just broke in just to like, just to <laughs> see what was up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, was she looking for somebody? I don't. Was she... It was really late. I literally was delusional, about to go to sleep, and I read this story, and I felt real bad because apparently this lady bro- broke into Starship, followed an employee into like the area with all the items. <laughs> My thing is, how do you just get followed as an employee who is taking care of celebrities? How do you just allow someone to follow you into a room and not I question don't it? Know. You have never seen this woman I, a day in your life, unless you were an intern and it was your first day, and you're like, oh, <laughs> I guess she knew too. <laughs> I just know that they put, because it was for one of the Cravity, mem- like, one of the Cravity members. Apparently, this lady, like, went up to him, and, like, I don't know what she was telling him. So, all I imagine is, you know, there's some crazies out in the street at times, and you know that sometimes they'll, like, try to grab you and be like, yo, the world is ending or something. That's what I imagine this lady was doing with the poor Cravity member, and I feel so bad. The world is ending. Please marry my daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly. Anyways, um, that was my tidbit. Um, Also, uh, Young Jay came out with uh, his solo album, and now we have a solo for all seven members. Uh, Yay! She said yay! (laughs) I I didn't even think about it until Bam Bam made a whole little pick collage about it i said like, look at him being a supportive best friend but let's get into it for this week everybody let's start with some sad news 
ace um it got announced that chani tested positive for covid as well as june not sure if they have bad symptoms but i think june is vaccinated and so is chani so last time we heard i think it was just like they they had minor minor symptoms symptoms, which is good yeah so we hope for a speedy recovery um because they don't deserve that thank you i'm looking at the i'm looking at the vaccine like you better work bitch yeah you better like do your job work that runway yep vogue vogue all up in my immune system thank you <laughs> hear him from wonder girls uh is pregnant so they just I love, there's so much baby stuff going on i love it i'm telling you i feel like there was a switch and all the idols just started just not giving a fuck about anything i um think that hiana and don started that so bless them they really were they were truly the pioneers of our time mm-hmm. wow maybe it was just the pandemic and everyone was quarantined and they had nothing else to do and now it's just kind of like whoops surprise <laughs> well before the pandemic it was also like it was starting to shift over too it really was yeah i think it's cool everyone i think that's how they're making their statement that they grown and they can do what they want it's like well well i'm pregnant so what now so what now <laughs> like- <laughs> that's how they gonna say it like they're just like you can't do nothing now i'm an incubator already so what do you want to do but i think that there was definitely a shift and i think that it definitely started with the pioneers like hiana and don because i saw a tiktok last night about how somebody was like people keep saying that like gen one and two where like it was all happy and everybody got along and the the guy was just like no like have you ever been like attacked left and right just for saying you don't like an album like or people used to fight in the streets in the streets yes yeah bro like oh you like h-o-t and i like sketchies but find me at the corner tomorrow we fighting find me by the gas station the gas station near the dorms you know which one i'm talking about bitch literally (laughs) there was like stabbings I think I remember reading a story, um, like, I wasn't obviously, like, in Gen 1, but I know that there was a story that it was for H.O.T. and Sketchies, you know, like, they had that whole uh, feud going. Not them, but the fans. Yep. That there was, like, a girl that stabbed somebody else because, like, they were talking trash. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. (laughs) Girl, there was, like, this auntie that tried to kill a member of, like, one of the the gen one groups yeah oh my god yes yeah i remember that it was i think it was gen two still they were wilding because that's when they started really doing those fan sign things yeah they were like baking and putting shit in like the cookies they were giving them they were like putting period blood it's like girl it was the whole they was doing the most i mean their their sunsangs literally got in taxi cabs with them with no remorse they were like okay (laughs) that's wild until tvxq was like get out Anyway, congrats to her. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. She's adorable, so I'm sure her baby's going to be so cute. Aww. And she's not like like an idol idol no more, so maybe we'll actually get like baby photos, which is... <gasps> oh my God. That's all we want. That's all we're asking. We're not asking for much. After three months, of course, because, you know, Terika doesn't want to see no new <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I just need them to grow into their features. Like, they look like a human. <laughs> she doesn't want a baby to see a baby until they're six when they're grown into their features. <laughs> I don't want to see your kid until they can talk to me. Then once it talks to me, we're fine. It's cool. If you need some context, please go listen to last week's episode about why we're saying <laughs> this <laughs> about the babies. But all right. But other good news, concerts are slowly coming back so one is announced that they're going to be having a concert in korea now is it going to be offline and online as well or just 
yeah. like a regular concert. The offline concert is November 6th, and the online concert is November 7th, the day I'll be in LA. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well. And we finally got, like, like, a perk for the fan club membership thing, and I'm like, I can't even use this perk. Because I'm gonna be in LA. I mean, I might buy the VO the VOD because I want to see it. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Just do that. I mean, why not? Also, very very announced their US tour and Monster X joined j- the Jingle Ball lineup, which I'm not yep. surprised. Yeah, not surprised about Monster X, but the very very tour. I was like, what? You're Same. I was like, what a random group to be coming here right yeah. now. Yeah. I do have a theory that. A lot of companies in Korea were waiting for BTS to announce something in the USA for them to drop their tour dates. But I think that because BTS is kind of like the top group, like they're not going to get talked bad. Like nobody going to speak bad about them for making a tour in the USA before having a show in Korea. I think that a lot of companies are probably waiting for that. And now that they were just like, okay, we're doing the tour, the tour dates in LA, which we'll get to in a minute. Everybody else is just like, bet BTS did it so we can do it now. Boom. Everybody to America. That's funny. Cause yeah. they're just like, no, you go first. No, 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 you go first. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you. Yeah. But I think that if, if it would have been like, let's say, you know, very, very decides that they were going to post. I mean, even when the whole thing with one is their random tour dates, that the fans found didn't they get like shit on for that well not one us but rbw yeah like yeah the company was so much backlash because rbw like there was backlash and then rbw was like okay like we're still gonna go ahead with it but like we'll be like super safe and then there was still (laughs) so much backlash that they had to cancel the tour and they're like there's like jk like that's not it wasn't real it It was a joke Uh (laughs) it was a social experiment (laughs) yep Yeah, which um because they announced uh like this concert and like a comeback and here's some little like inside situation from Chion himself, the man, the legend, the chismoso. <laughs> he actually said that the that their comeback was set in September and it made sense because back in July, Raven was like, Oh, I just like I finished the album, I like submitted the last song, so now I'm just like waiting for like the callback about it. And so then after that, Chion's like like, hey, like, oh my god, like, our comeback's in September. And then, all of a sudden, they're like, ha ha, it's in November. So, I'm pretty sure RBW had every intention of doing that tour. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, so see, so I definitely think that the com- after they saw that, they were just like, nah, let's wait for the big dogs to do it. And when BTS was just like, four dates in LA, yay, concerts. And then Korean companies were just like, bet, now, game time, let's go. BTS did it. They can't talk shit about me now. <laughs> go, 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 go. Yep. <laughs> so I have a feeling that there's going to be more tours announced for this side. Which I mean, woo. Yeah, we awesome. welcome. But at the same time, damn, they're going to come at the same time. I've, I've been there, done that. Do not want to do that again. <laughs> now it's just going to be chaos again. Well, our first one is BTS in uh, December. So let's talk about that. The first one is Head in the Clouds, but you're right. Oh, that's right. Head in the Clouds, my bad. That's a festival. <laughs> like, tickets went on sale. So basically, we just want to talk. We just want to talk some shit, okay, honestly, about, like, the whole ticketing experience. And we haven't even yeah. finished. Like, by the time you're listening to this, we have finished. But by the time we're recording this, we are about to have the last chance 
It's a ticket. Yep, take a ticket. <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie to you, this is like the this has been the worst ticketing experience with BTS I've ever had. And I have ticketed for them for a long time, like multiple years. Girl, that I was literally saying the same thing to um a friend of mine. This is like I think only her second time ticketing, and I was just like, I'm sorry that this has been your experience because the years passed, it was hard, you know, it was hard, but this I just feel like ridiculous. It was it's ridiculous. ridiculous. There's no other way to say it because this has been the craziest, not even like the craziest in terms of like the servers because that we've been known, but like yeah, the structure, yeah. uh, honestly, I liked the idea of the structure, but it wasn't executed well by Ticketmaster. Yeah. I think that there was definitely just some unfairness in the sense that, like, we, like, the people that bought tickets for MOTS, we kept those tickets for two years, if not more, before they even mentioned anything about a rescheduling or you getting a refund. Like, we held hope and kept those tickets, right? But then when it came to us getting a presale, yeah, we got a presale code, where not a lot of tickets were open. And you're telling me that I've gotten these tickets so long ago and then all you're gonna give me, I know so many people that got, that had like VIP or like they had like bomb floor seats and then when they go in there, like they're just like, oh, no floor seats are gonna be released for this presale. I'm like, what? That makes no sense. Oh yeah, for the round that we got because there was yep. sound check for the first round mm-hmm. and then the second round we're like, okay, okay, maybe they're holding out and then all of a sudden we're in queue forever and then they're like, hey, they do like that little pop-up. They're like, hey, so there's like actually not going to be any sound check for this round. I'm like, are you kidding me? And then before I say this, uh, there was a tweet that I saw and I sent it to uh, the group chat about saying like, oh, that I feel like I got punished for having tickets yeah. instead of rewarded. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how it feels because the first round uh, we had no access to, which like, okay, all right. The second round that we did have access to because we did hold on to our tickets and all that um it sucked it really did there was like slim pickings and i get it like the there's no bad scene the bts concert that is, okay i get it but still like let me spend my money how i want to spend it exactly <laughs> give, me give me a fighting yeah. chance but then didn't and then soundcheck tickets opened on the next round after yes. hours, right yeah which was stupid because that that was the was that the that was the army one right yeah it was the army one which doesn't make sense because I know a hella people who have been a part of that damn fan club, including me and Cynthia, for years. And Ticketmaster sent us an email and said, oh, we couldn't verify your membership. Yeah. I was like, excuse me, what? Like, first of all, why didn't you say that when I typed in my damn membership ID and sent it to you? Why didn't you say, like, oh, this isn't real, even though I know mine is perfectly real? But, like, why would you, mm-hmm. like, do that then? Like, because, like, give me a chance. Maybe I typed something in wrong or whatever, which I know I didn't. But still, like, that was a thing, too, that people were talking about. They were like, um. Um, what? Also, I just think it's kind of crazy that, like, you, Mott's was a stadium tour. So why couldn't you give Mott's holders seats that were equal or equivalent to their stadium seats that they had already had? I was saying, Mm -hmm. yeah. Which is Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. The problem with that, though, is that there were 11 shows in the USA. Yeah. And they're trying to condense everything into four. Which I still think is fa- not going to happen. I know there's going to be more tour dates. Oh, yeah. No, I, I believe yeah, that there's going to be more is. tour dates dropped. Yeah. But I still want to go to this, obviously. Oh, yeah. And then you have people that maybe, like, they live in LA, so they'll be like, I'm going to all four. 
So you have more yeah. of that because they're all in the same area. And then yeah. for Mott's, it was 11 shows, but they were all in different cities. Maybe mm -hmm. maybe there was one or two that in New York it was two and LA it was two instead of just one, you know? But I would I would have loved for them to just do the, yeah, like the equivalent ticket. But the thing is that it was going to have to be a raffle because you have people from 11 shows fighting for just four. Then let that be the case. But they should have let it actually be the case, though. So even if it was a raffle, would you be more satisfied as a Mott's ticket holder that you got a chance to actually have your seats back or oh, yeah. go through limited ticketing? Exactly. Yeah. So if they had given people the chance to go through a raffle to get their seats or equivalent to their seats, it would have been like no brainer for people. Like, of course. Yeah, I want like I ticketed for that before all these newsstands, all the butter stands and the permission to dance stands came out here. So obviously, hell yeah, I want my seat. If I would have just given that opportunity, I would have taken it and been like, okay, there's a, ch a at least a chance that I might get my VIP ticket again or that I might get my yeah. 100 level ticket again. Hell yeah, yeah. I'm going to do it. And then I would have ticketed with, well, I mean, at least like they gave me that option. So now I just have to take yeah. what I can or get, at least you know. Allocated the tickets better. Yeah. When I was looking at the map, like the VI, some of the VIP seats were like, boxy areas mm. but because they had those codes they got to just go straight for the floor and i'm like well in that case that's kind of not fair because like you're you were sitting like you weren't even near the floor but because like you just paid that extra price for the box like now you just have like free game like i just feel like they could have been like okay we're gonna put aside X amount for the first day, X amount for the second day, X amount for the third day. You know what I mean? So then people can yeah. kind of feel a little bit better. But in all honesty, like the people, the second round people, so the general ticket holders, I mean, like not the VIPs, but the regular ticket holders kind of got punished because VIP people, like they had the least the opportunity because everything was open. And then the army membership people who um, maybe didn't even have a ticket, but they were just you know, they joined the membership yep. and they had a chance to get soundtrack because it opened up. So all of everybody, the majority of the people didn't get that opportunity because the majority of people just had regular schmegular like Mott's tickets, like 200 level, 100 level, 300 level, whatever. Like all of us, we got lumped into that little group where it's like, oh, sorry, no soundtrack. So it was just a whole mess. Like I feel like this was definitely the worst like ticketing experience for us. Um, for other people, maybe not, you know, but I definitely think that the people that had the Mott's ticket holders got done dirty. Like I a hundred percent agree yeah. that that was just done just wrong. It's some bullshit. That's it. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but anybody that got tickets for BTS, we did get tickets. Um, they're not our ideal tickets, but we're going to try to take it again um, for the general sale and see how that goes. Fuck yes, we are. But everybody that got tickets, congratulations. Yes. Congratulations. Because we going to have a good time. You fought hard. You went to war. <laughs> you did. You, you went to war, literally. And the thing is that I found my tweets of when um, they announced that they were just refunding people. And I, and I literally have a tweet that says, oh my God, I'm scared for whenever they drop whatever the next tour is because it's going to be chaotic bloodbath. And oh yeah, was. they refunded people like three weeks ago and then they said, boom, tour. Like what? Yep. You can use that refund that we just gave you to buy your new tickets. Basically, hope you didn't spend it. <laughs> like it was too late, Ticketmaster. It was too late. But we're excited either way. I'm hype. 
uh, to see them. It's gonna I'll it's gonna be, be there, fun. So that's all that matters to me. Anyway, Blackpink, Mark, and BM were at Paris Fashion Week. Uh- <laughs> well, they were at Paris Fashion Week, but I will say, uh, before I get to the little tea about that, I will will say that BM, yo, he fucking killed it. He did. Matthew. He did. He did. He did. He did. I oh. saw a little clip of him walking. I was like, ooh, babe. Oh look yeah, at you. he walked. Uh, he walked at the uh, Milan show, but uh-huh. uh, he went to 13 shows in Paris, and mm-hmm. oh, he was he was killing the game. I'm so he looks like, so wow. good. I think I I think he might be one of my favorite like fashion people because wow, like he just blew me out of the park. He's been pulling looks lately, but like Paris Fashion Week really like solidified that because he brought it my favorite look was his isabel morant outfit with like his like future mm-hmm. wear look ah! that was like a close second really good really good anyway all right <laughs> so what i wanted to talk about about paris fashion week was the fact that um you know the girls are booked and busy miss jenny of course went to the chanel show jisoo visited like the dior heritage archives in paris and oh it was so cute like if you watch the video of her oh she's just so happy and she was just like she's like oh i like this and she's like okay thank you and she like pretends like she's leaving (laughs) (laughs) she was so cute and then rose of course attended the saint laurent show but what i wanted to talk about was the fact that lisa was nowhere to be seen. Yes. Oh, yeah. She is a brand ambassador for Celine, but uh, Celine didn't have a show in Paris. However, she's also an ambassador for uh, Bulgari. And the CEO said that YG didn't let Lisa attend any show or event in Paris due to COVID. And I'm like, what about the other Blackpink members? Interesting. I, I, I heard about that, and I read about that. And that started a whole movement because now all the fans are literally like so angry. What they were saying is like they're trying to do Lisa like how they did CL because this is the same thing that YG did to CL, not letting her go to events and be like the best that she could because they're scared that she's gonna become so famous that she won't need the company. But that's all of Blackpink. Blackpink could leave YG and be successful. Yeah, all of I them. I wish they would. I wish they would, so they could get more songs. Like they, that's, YG. You're right. You're I right. say this every time we talk about talk about Blackpink. YG is sitting on a on like a gold mine. Like Blackpink yep. is amazing, so talented, so powerful with like the six songs that they have. Imagine the power that they would have if they had more promotions. Seven songs. songs imagine it was crazy because i was looking at like their like discography right you know when you go on like apple music it has like the year that like the album released and i was like oh i really want to listen to like boom by yeah so i like went and i was like 2016 2016 they debuted in 2016 and they got like two albums what is this it's ridiculous disgusting we've said it before but there's like idols that like groups that just came out and they have more songs than Blackpink. Bitch, Treasure has more albums than Blackpink. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Treasure. You're right. <laughs> they do. Treasure has more and albums than Blackpink. And they're the same company. Mm-hmm. Blackpink, like, all of the members have been, like, making such a move in the fashion world. Like, they, obviously, their brand ambassadors. Like, the Dior creative director was literally, literally told Jisoo in, like, 
on camera was like, hey, when you leave YG, work with me. <laughs> like, come yeah. in. Like, <laughs> like they, they love her. And she just, like, brings, like, this, like, like this aura to Dior. And it's just, I love it. And then, you know, so Jenny cute. brings youth to Chanel. And Rosé looks amazing in anything. So she can be a brand ambassador for anything. <laughs> right. But Lisa as well. Like, Lisa is amazing. Like, she pulls looks. And she has, like, this amazing personality and work ethic. And it's just ridiculous that she had to fly to Paris and looked amazing, by the way, in her airport fit. She looked great. And she flew to Paris to what? To, like, sit in a hotel? For what? Mm-hmm. All the events that all the other members got to do and, like, all the other opportunities. Like, the CEO of Bulgari was, like, COVID was also the reason that they weren't allowed to have a shoot with her and the other ambassadors or any major event. And I was like, okay, well then why fly her to Paris? Why let the other members do other things? Right, exactly. The one thing I will say about Paris Fashion Week that I never know that I needed to see was a picture of Jenny and Kristen Stewart together. Lord Jesus, my fucking heart (laughs) fell out of my ass. Oh yeah, I was like, oh my God. Look at her hair. Yeah, so. they're both Chanel <laughs> ambassadors. Yeah. I also saw, the only other thing I saw was, um, you know, my Agassa self. I saw Mark Twan, and uh, he was killing it yeah. with whatever outfit he had on. Don't ask me what he was wearing, because I have no idea. I just know that this man has some, like, boots that would look like, like it was like boots, high heels type of shit. Oh, And oh, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. boy, yeah. yes. Yeah, it was uh, Rick Owens. That was his best look, yeah. He attended four shows with BM, and it was so cute. How did Mark Twan and Offset become BFFs? That's what I want to know. What happened? I need to know the two. <laughs> Motherfucking <laughs> Offset. I need to know what happened. I need to know the T. I need to know that too because I was like, is that really him commenting? Is that? It what? is. <laughs> What's happening? Bitch, I was scrolling and I saw Mark's picture and I liked it and I was like, Offset? I was like, hold on a minute. <sighs> Dead. Yeah. <laughs> Mark has been going into the fashion world. I want him to evolve a little bit more, but he's getting there, so, you know. It's about the news former G-Friend members, Unha, Simbi, and Umji. They signed with Big Planet Made, so, and they created a three-member girl group called BBs, which I'm assuming is BBs because it could be Bye Vibes. <laughs> but that just sounds weird. <laughs> bye Vibes. They said Bye Bye to their company. Right? <laughs> Yikes. Literally. But yeah, but so they started, uh, so they formed a new three-member girl group. I don't know what sound they're going for, but they just created social media and everything. Congrats to them. I'm here for it. They got all my favorite members in the group. (laughs) I'm here. I'm here. So, but they, I I mean, they're going to kill it. Like in G-Friend, obviously they were super talented. So we'll see how, like what they debut with and everything. They said, this one's for Kat. All three of her biases. I went, oh my God. (laughs) Love that for (laughs) me. Um, we do have a fuckery of the week this week, everyone. It's been a while, huh? Um, Let's talk more shit. Yeah, this has been an ongoing saga in our podcast, but we still gonna talk about it. It is J versus JYP Entertainment yet again. God. Part, uh, I forgot. Four, five, I don't remember. But, 80 million. Uh, let me just do like a quick summary before we start talking shit. A Twitter user posted a clip from his live on Monday, last Monday, when you're hearing this. <laughs> out of context making it seem as if jay is an anti-vaxxer and so he replied asking if they did that on purpose and included like a link of the full live which by the way he isn't 
by now he has his second dose already. But anyway, two days later, he went live and revealed a lot of things that he's been following up. But like to summarize what he said, his break with day six wasn't supposed to be this long. He told the members to start promotions for Demon without him and he would join after a week. But the members said that they wouldn't promote without him. So he felt like, oh, like they're a real team, you know? Um, but then the company just stopped doing anything for him basically not that they did much anyway but um he wasn't invited for the deluxe the last day six comeback to promote he also wasn't invited for the even of day at all for like the second album he thought that maybe he could like help with like a feature or like help writing or anything like that but he wasn't invited for that or any of the events it which is so sad um, so look this is no one's ever gonna be happy like fan wise in korea with jay i don't even i think there's even some international fans that are just stupid like the comments they say and things they say are just dumb right so this yeah, is my thing real. jay oh god i love jay jay i feel like he's a man with a good soul and a good heart and he's been going through some shit and sometimes People that are going through a lot say some out-of-pocket shit. Yes, Jay has said some out-of-pocket shit. But I don't think it's ever been from a bad place ever in his life. Because he's just too pure of soul to be that kind of person. Yeah. So any animosity towards Jay from anyone, I just think is so, like, ill-minded. Like, I don't think it's, like, factual at all. So to see so many people, like, jump on this man for nothing for literally breathing is just like bro like are you guys like okay like is there something like all right with you and to the point where he is like had anxiety and like had breakdowns about things and then that leads to like troubles for him and then he has to be outspoken and be like yo like what the fuck are you guys talking about and then that makes people more mad and then it's just like a cycle and then you're just like bro like just leave this it's like being on the street right and hearing a conversation and you going oh my god you're such an asshole like bro you don't know that person like you don't know you don't know that person imagine pouring your all into a group and being told by management and like quote-unquote fans that it isn't enough all while being crucified for people because of his personality that's what it comes down to like that's something i can't wrap my head around even on his own twitter i'll see again quote unquote fans replying to him saying like oh i love you but maybe try to censor yourself a little bit like you don't love jay then like how you love the image of him that you've created in your head and you're yeah, i i mm-hmm. don't want anyone to censor themselves in any way i understand why people do but not being able to live your authentic self sounds like hell like i don't mm-hmm. want that i wouldn't want to be in that position so i don't want my favorite people to be in that position and i i don't know jay either you know like i don't know him on a personal level but what i do see like from his personality of like the videos and the things that he shares i like that i like that about yeah. him but if you mm-hmm. don't like his humor if you don't like his personality that's perfectly fine but don't pretend to stand him and then get mad at him when he is like just being himself like if you don't like him yeah all right that's fine but just leave him alone i don't i don't oh and also i forgot to mention this but he also revealed that he planned on um taking legal action this time against the person that started the rumor that he was an anti-vaxxer but that he was talked out of it and he did warn people that he's like, hey, but like if this happens again, like I'm not getting talked out of it. Like I will take legal action this time. But also this is uh, my thing with like 
feeling I feel awful for Jay in general, like just because I feel like he has no like emotional support from the people that like the company that's sp- supposed to be there to like help him, you know, like, yeah, JYPE. This is my problem with JYPE. And it's happened with other like companies and K-pop before like YG has done it like everybody has done it once they exile a member from a group that's it like Mm -hmm. they don't Mm -hmm. fucking care like they really just don't care at all like once they made that decision that Jay was too outspoken or Jay was too this or too that he was never gonna fully be involved in anything day six did ever again which is so fucking sad yg did the same thing with park bum when she like had her breakdown and had to like go on meds and people were like oh she's a druggie she was completely exiled from 21 Mm -hmm. like she was completely thrown to the side so it's like how do you as a company jay has been a trainee at jyp since what he was like seven like 18 19 years old yeah like 18 or 19 i think so 11 years Jay has been a JYP almost and all the shit that he's been through all the training that he's been through the people that know Jay at JYP love Jay like everyone loves Jay like Jay is just that guy like Bam Bam loves Jay Jay says jump Bam Bam says yes bitch how high do you want me to reach the sky sir I got you okay let's go And so Jay doesn't seem like a vicious or malicious person whatsoever. So the fact that he is speaking out so like angrily about what's happening to him has to like click in someone's head like, yo, maybe like they really like fucking him up. Like they're like emotionally and mentally scarring this man for the rest of his life. Mm -hmm. Like it's Mm -hmm. so sad that Jay like he was I will never forget watching this V Life clip or watching this Instagram live clip where someone was asking him if he would let his child become an idol. And he was like, no, I would never, ever let my kid be an idol. Like, that's so fucking sad that he would literally, like, Mm -hmm. not let his child pursue something that they love because he knows how, like, painful and hurtful it is. Like, that's fucking awful. Like, that's so sad. Mm -hmm. Like, my heart, like, breaks for this guy. The, like most that you can get out of any retaliation or like words to say to him is oh well he's anti-vaxxer like fuck jay like jay's terrible we hate jay like what's like are you guys like demented like i've or with the streaming thing this is another thing i don't understand he's been on like his friend's stream and i love watching jay stream like Mm -hmm. i fucking love watching jay so funny He's yeah. so funny and so entertaining and you can tell that this is like the authentic like person that he is and that I've seen him on other streamers that I watch his channels and other streamers that I watch his streams and he's just so like comfortable and fun and relaxed so much that a whole community of streamers got behind Jay when he first deleted his Twitch account mm-hmm. and we're like we miss you come back like where are you I hope you're okay Like, a whole plethora of streamers were telling Jay and, like, filling this man with support. And the K-pop community can't do that, even though he's been in it for 11 years. Like, are you guys, like, demented? Like, I'm just so confused. I just don't understand, like, the whole thing with Jay, which I think that he's mentioned it before, how, like, some Korean fans don't like him because they say like why are you so american but he's like because i am (laughs) like i don't understand what you don't understand and the fact that i am like american i'm you know korean american but still like 
that's where I grew up. That's the culture that I know. And and if that makes you mad, like you should look into that yourself because mm-hmm. I know Korea is very, you know, just monogamous, you know, like But also there's hella foreigners in Korea now. Like, yeah, yeah, there's there access to the internet. If y'all can be over there a bopping, I don't know, Lil Wayne, and if y'all could be having hip hop night at y'all club, if y'all could be having all these other like rock and roll night, like not saying that these things are just strictly like westernized, but you know what I mean? Like if you could have access to all these other things from all these like from other cultures and stuff, then why is it so hard to wrap your head around someone actually expressing their other culture? You know what I mean? Like Yeah, that that so that's what gets me mad. I'm like you can't be mad at him for just, that's where he grew up. So you can't be mad at him for being what he is. For his personality like, and how he is. I, what, I think what Korean fans hate the most is the fact that not only is Jay vocal about it, but he will fight back. Not always, but he mm-hmm. will fight back. And yeah. honestly, he has every right to. And I think that Korean fans just can't take it. Like they can't take the fact that they are being fighted against because they like they feel like they created this person. Yeah, like, that they that deserve it, they own something. them or something. And yeah. it's it's wild to me because he did all, he also mentioned um the reason why he got really upset on the live um and also I would like to note that the beginning the beginning of the live was different. It's sh- like his energy shifted because at the beginning he was like, you know, making jokes and just like talking normal. But then like his energy completely shifted when he started talking about things because the only thing that got him this upset and it's like so sad to know this, but not the thing that got him this upset wasn't the fact that people were trying to cancel him or people were like coming for him again. He literally said, I'm used to that. I'm used to it. But what really got to him was that people said that he was selfish about day six and that he needs to leave because he's ruining day six's reputation. And like, that's what got him upset. And so that's what made him start like talking about things and all of that. He said like, all I want is like day six to succeed. And he talked about like the fact that uh, everyone did their part in day six and his part was social media marketing. And honestly, like, I, I'm not saying that Day6 popularity is because of Jay, but Jay did play a role in that. I know Heck Day6 yeah. because of Jay, because of his YouTube channel, because of this. Like, I, I'm one of those people, yes. And then he mentioned that he, uh, back in, like, 2019, Day6 did, like, BuzzFeed stuff, and they were doing, like, US promo. He actually revealed that he, that the reason why they were able to do that is because he called a favor for a friend to be able to get like BuzzFeed. And he also was like saying like this festival, the 88 Rising one, when they asked him, do you want to do this as age or day six? And he said day six, but um, they couldn't do it. So, but now imagine like him doing all of this work and doing all this, even when he was streaming y'all, he would be playing day six music in the background. He would watch Mm -hmm. One Pills drama. Mm -hmm. He, every chance he got, he's always promoting day six like that's what he is his name used to be age six like that's the point right like he was always for that so imagine like going through that and like working so hard even when he was an after school club always promoting day six always every single time 
So imagine Jay doing all of this work, right? And he was right because he he's taught he's talked about the fact that you know about like promotions and like all of that. So now that even of day is out, they have honestly like they get more videos, variety appearances, reality show, member vlogs, and so imagine seeing that like. He did mention that he was happy and that he wants like their success and all that, but imagine seeing that and then um, meanwhile at the same time Studio J is like, hey, stop posting on Twitch, delete your channel, stop doing this, stop doing that because first yeah. they took away their YouTube channel, the his YouTube channel, then they took away his Twitch, and he mentioned in the live as well that Studio J was getting mad about his like age projects and he was saying like i have nothing left to give yeah i have like nothing else because it's like they're trying to like exile him and he he mentioned that he that he knows that he doesn't belong in the korean scene which is honestly really sad to hear and he just wants day six to succeed and he wants to be able to do what he loves and he mm. even has a whole my day leaf tattoo like come on mm-hmm. it's like it's sad that basically it's like the people that that are like your fans like the people that you're supposed to like trust and be like okay that are supposed to love you for who you are yeah like people that are supposed to love you and support you are the ones that are tearing you down and that is the saddest part for me because i know some people were saying which was, again, this was, like, um, Korean uh, My Days, where just, like, the group doesn't even want Jay in it. And I'm like, you can't talk about their relationship because you don't know their relationship. You don't know how each member feels. You don't know if each member is telling Jay that if it's best for him to leave, to leave. You're not, Mm -hmm. you don't know if they're actually supporting him and telling him, no, don't go, we need you. Like... Mm -hmm. You don't know what's happening beside behind the scenes for you to be talking about what they want and what they need. You don't know that. And also, honestly, fuck you, because Brian has even said that his writing wouldn't be as good if he had never met Jay. So I yeah. want you to shut the mm-hmm. fuck up. So if there wasn't any Jay, there wouldn't be no Brian that he is now. There wouldn't be amazing day six songs that there are now. So mm-hmm. don't don't fucking play me. Exactly. Don't play my ass. And the way Jay loves that group there's no way that they hate jay like there's no way that there's that man no would way. be okay with this group hating him the way he talks about them like there's no way he's fucking obsessed with every member of that group so like this is not plausible to me like yeah no. and also i'm not even sure if like the other members are allowed to speak about this i mean i'm sure that they're not probably not and probably not. i'm not holding a grudge against the other members for not speaking out or anything like that just because it's like a cultural difference i get it if like obviously they were raised different and they're and also this is like their you know livelihood like if, if they're scared about like the company i completely understand and respect that and i i hope and knowing like my heart that I'm sure that they want the best for Jay and that they talk to him privately about situations. And if there's been mm-hmm. like miscommunication with all of them, I hope that they solve it and like sort it out. But I'm not, you know, I'm not 
trying to be against the members because this is honestly just a company situation. And I'm glad exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that Jay is so outspoken about it, even if like there's people that don't like it and like they're telling him to shut it's up. It's so sad because even when this whole thing started with the whole Twitch and streaming and stuff, I'm like, why are they making such a big deal about it? Like, do they not think idols have lives outside of being an idol? <laughs> like, I don't. I just don't fucking get it. No, it just, just never made sense. They become idols and they perform, and when they're not performing, they just sit in their dorm to wait to perform or do fan <laughs> service. Yeah. That's it. They take, that's the chip, it. they take the chip out of their neck, and they just kind of like, ooh, just power down. Until yeah. it's time <laughs> and also, uh, Jay, show me your sleeve. I want to see it. I want to confirm it. I've seen pictures that I think is your sleeve, but I want to see it. Just come on, show it. Fangirls at gmail.com. Please, thank you. We'll keep it a secret. But all right, enough of that. Let's move on to our comebacks for this week, everybody. Let's start this off with End Flying. They came back with Sober. I really dig this. I also really like, this is like a repackaged album. I like the new songs that they have on there. Um, End Flying just does really good music. Another band, you know, uh, y'all should check out. I think that they went for like a mellower sound with this one, um, but it's still mm-hmm. really cool and like a comforting song, uh, song, uh, uplifting. I felt like while listening to it, it's like I can do whatever, like I will overcome whatever comes my way type of thing. So thank you. True, true. So that's that's how I felt listening to this. Look, the the music video had me going through a lot of things. They were they were on a plane. I was like, damn, I'm flying in two days. They were crashing. I was like, oh my god, I'm flying in two days. <laughs> and they were they were looking great. Okay, Hoon looked incredible. Yes. My baby daddy sung it. Look, ooh, scrumptiliumptious. The song was soothing and beautiful. And I was like, how y'all go have a plane crashing and then give me this beautiful melody in the background? I can't believe this. <laughs> Oh, because was... of the lyrics. Did you guys read the lyrics? Yeah. It's like, we're we got we're going to get through it. They said, we're going to get through this. Yeah, but I still don't want to see a plane crashing. I fly in two days. <laughs> but they got they got through it. Like, there was a lot of turbulence. They thought they were going to die. But then, like, the pilot woke up and he was like, oh, dang. You know? Yeah, but life ain't a music video, Terrica. So. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. But the breakdown of this song is wild. Um that that scene it's when pretty. they like it's like all the purple lightning like the turbulence yeah with the lightning mm-hmm. effects and all that stuff like i absolutely love that like musically like that melody is beautiful i was expecting like with them with end flying we usually expect a lot of like you know good bomb like fun like music so do for them mm-hmm. to do something like this like it was a a, a nice twist but they like did amazing. Um, Huisong is wild for those ad libs that he did towards the end. He like wow. vocals for days, y'all. Like that man. Oh, I'm so, so glad good. that he got like that they put him in then flying. That oh, he fits in so well and he Perfect. brings in such like a unique tone of voice. I love it. It's a great time here. My eyes were pleased, my ears were pleased. Love that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And the rest of the album beautiful. Jungsung looks so Everybody cute with this. Yes, Dong Sung looks so cute with his blonde hair. I was like, oh my god, look at the little baby. So cute. <laughs> they all look so cute. I love it. I they I, they also had that set like the with the grass and stuff when they were playing like Yes, I my favorite. I love that. Like it was so pretty. Especially the Huisung scene where he had like the neon picture frame oh, like yes. while he was singing. Oh, yes. it was so beautiful. That uh, the lighting in this, like uh, I loved it all. I love how they play with that. So good. So 
here for it. For our next combat, we have Young Jay, finally from Got7. He had his solo (laughs) debut with Vibin. He made that song for us. I don't care. He really (laughs) did. We always Vibin. But you know what? I'm, I'm really happy because remember, I don't think, I think we, it wasn't for a podcast, but we were talking about it and we're just like, oh, I wonder what route Young Jay would go. And everybody's like, oh, maybe he'll do ballads. And we're just like, oh, hopefully not. I'm so happy (laughs) because he does amazing in ballads. But I feel like everybody that is a vocalist, like first single is always a ballad. And I'm just like, don't do that. Yeah. So I'm glad that he went for this, like a fun pop track. This was a vibe. Quite literally. <laughs> but I think the thing about Young Jay too is before he released like his solo, he did OSTs that were very like OST, yes. you know, yes. big ballads. So he was like, okay, y'all bitches got that for OSTs. So I'm going to make a pop, a pop album. So just, let's go. Yes, I know I'm a vocal king. Yes, I get it. My vocals are incredible. Okay, I know. I know. But damn, I just want to dance. I just want to dance. Literally. And so and the little dance challenges he's doing with everybody and their mama, like all these different so, like, so, so cute. cute. Like they're all happy and he's like smiling, like, yeah, do my dance with me. He's so cute. <laughs> so fucking cute. I love him. Young Jay is just so like precious and it like comes through in his song. Like it's so weird and random to say yeah. that, but it's such a like adorable song. It's so good, but it's so fucking cute. I just like I was like, oh my god, Young Jay. Yes, King. No, I agree. Like, let me let me get email for a minute here. Oh, here we go. So I feel like this album or like this single, like it sounds the most like Got Seven. Mm-hmm. And after I heard it for the first time, it I was just like, oh my god, like this sounds. It has that vibe of God Seven, right? And basically, it I rem it got I got reminded of, like he was the last member to join, yeah. and once he joined, it was just like boom, the group is perfect. Like the group is like this is it. This is the seven members, right? So I was just like, oh my god, like he's always been talked about by the other members about how he's like the bridge between the Hyung line and the Makne line. Like he's always like the one that mediates in between or like in the group. And I was just thinking about him like, oh my god, like Young Jay is got seven. Like, you know, he's the heart and soul. He's right in the middle. Oh, my god. oh I love it. He's Sorry. Fine. Anyways, <laughs> no, speak your truth. We support it. Yeah. <laughs> and that was a gossip corner with Carolina. <laughs> with Carolina. Here's our jingle. Did it down? That was a good jingle. I like it. There was a good jingle, but I feel robbed because, like, if I was listening to that jingle, I'd expect, like, yeah, but we got some emo time. Like, I feel like this should be a, the jingle should, like, express what that expressed you're like he's just the bridge of god seven Da-da-da! like what <laughs> <laughs> it's to it's to bring some joy you know at the end <laughs> with that being said i really thoroughly enjoyed the album and he still had a couple ballads in there um i think he had like one or two um but i really really love beautiful i love that song it's so cute and yeah, Young Jay, you did that. You I did. I'm enjoying this. I just love that he got all the gossip. He got Yu Gi Oh and Bam Bam together, and JB was like, "Oh, so you just not you just not gonna invite <laughs> me then? You just yes. not gonna let me come to the party? You just not gonna like tell me that you guys were hanging out so I could come? So you was just gonna okay, okay, that's fine. <laughs> he was like, okay, no, that's fine. He was that's like, fine. we 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 are lo- low key in the same company, and, and you invited Bam Bam to AOMG. 
with you, yeah, but but not me. That I'm downstairs. I hire. Yeah, right. Um, I'm literally maybe. down the hall. I'm two doors away. <laughs> I too would invite Bam Bam anywhere. I would. <laughs> You're right. Same. Which I know this isn't about Bam Bam, but have y'all seen those like magazine cover photos? Girl. Yum. Bam Daddy Listen, is in full effect. I'm also kicking myself in the ass for not getting his merch because it was so good. It's so good. Bam Bam just looking scrumgilly unches mm. as um, always. Lately. Um, but even more lately, that's what I mean. And um, yum. And that was the Bam Bam corner. You know someone else. Uh, who was looking scrumdillyumptious? <laughs> Woods. Lord! Say it louder. Heck yeah. You right. On? This man got me by the throat. He got me by the throat <laughs> with this long hair. He, oh, he's so fine. Someone needs to check Y'all, on him, so though. High. Like, knock on his studio door a couple times a week and be like, are you okay? Because I was not <laughs> expecting this music video to be this dark. I know, same. Girl, so, the cliffhanger. That's what got me. Did you? Who'd you kill or did you get killed? What's going on? I'm confused. What's going on? We should say that Woods came back with his song, Waiting. First of all, this album, beautiful. Sour Candy. Chef's Kiss. Woo! Multiply. Ask me how many times I've listened to Multiply. That is my shit. <laughs> Multiple times. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that song is so good, but let's talk about Waiting. Woods became an actor, everybody. He did. He's an so actor. He's so dramatic. I love that man. Love he's it. So, I know. I love it. <laughs> The melody to this song is everything to me. Now, let me tell you, oh, God, it's so good. Okay, this song is just a perfect, like, just roller coaster. Not even a roller coaster, but it's a perfect, like, ride down, like, in a nice car in the middle of the night. Like, this song on, just like, woo! Oh, God. Yes. His vocals, Lord Jesus, this man is out of this world the ace of k-pop everything you're right the ace of k-pop like no one can touch this man for me like he could release a million albums and i would buy everyone i would listen to every song no skips not just oh god i love and him. he makes music that is like he can make any genre of music it's and wild. it would fucking work it's crazy that he can yeah. do anything. Him making those songs in the documentary episode that I watched, it was so yes. cool watching oh. him work. And, mm-hmm. like, he just picks up things so quickly. He was, like, playing the guitar, mm-hmm. and he was like, and he's like, yeah, I just learned I just learned how to play. I'm like, bitch, what? What? He's a musical genius. He's a musical genius. It's ridiculous. He truly is. It's like every time I expect something, he just gives me complete opposite. Like, of everything and it works like he will throw you bones and be like hey this is what i'm doing and then once it's released he's just like jk that's not what i did and it's it's beautiful to see beautiful to listen to Mm -hmm. like lyrics wise melody like the skills that this man have Mm. like has is insane. insane he can rap he can sing he can dance he can he's a personality like he's able to Hold his own by just being solo. Like, oh my God. And now he's like, an actor. <laughs> and now he's a, adding actor to his list. Like, it's, because he got me. He was like all up in his fields. He like, was. He was like murdering people. What's next? Opera? Do it, King. <laughs> right? Do some opera. Do it. I dare you. If he ever did opera, I'd pass out. I love country music. Give me some country music. Let's go. <laughs> Give me everything. He dipped his toes in the Western, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> right? Mean, With the other one. 
But yeah, also, uh, I do want to say that he did pull a bet on it uh, from High School Musical while running he in did. the middle of the field. Yep. And I'm sorry that that's what I thought about, but that's immediately <laughs> what I thought about. <laughs> like, but I love it. I love the rock elements God, in the so song, good. like how experimental it sounds, how it still just feels like a wood song, no matter like what. That. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But see, like, every song he does, you're just like, you know what? Like, yeah, this is Woods. And then something completely different. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is Woods. Like, you know, I love it. I love the way that he's harmonizing with himself, mm-hmm. like, towards the end of the song. Like, how his voice is just so unique. It fits so many different, like, again, genres. Like, and there's so many sides to him. And I love it. This album it's chef's kiss woods does this thing that's similar to what ariana grande does and i hate to bring it up but i love the way she produces music she does vocal layering so she does layering harmonies and woods does the same thing it's not as intense as ariana's like ariana will do like 70 takes and then layer it so it's a harmony he'll do like three or four but the way he layers his harmonies are so pretty and that's because he has such a great range and he's a fucking incredible like just just oh i love him so much oh he's so good I feel that. I feel that. And you know what, Cynthia, you mentioned sour candy earlier, and I was gonna say, I love that this album has so much range. Like when you're going from song to song, because like for example, like sour candy is like that fun weird vibe, and and you're just like grooving along and dancing. Like you know, multiply is a little bit, you know, it's in English, like it's a little bit more R and B, like. Also, Chasers, a whole mood. I love that. Like, it's spectacular. I like his weird, his weird vibe songs. They really resonate with me. Same. I don't know what that says about me, but they're bops. <laughs> um, another boppity bop bop, though. Espa, release Savage. I love this EP. Wait, 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 wait. I want to hear Terika's thoughts because, you know, she's always on the fence. I like the, I like the song listening to it. I hate it when it's with a music video. Oh, what? <laughs> Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I don't hate it. I don't, no, no, I don't hate it. Like, with the music video, it just, like, it didn't give me the same. Like, I was listening to the album, well, the EP, I was listening to it at work. And when, like, when Savage started, I was just like, oh, God. Because that, like, so, want to take a selfie is all I could think about when she's like, hey, as fat, or whatever that was. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> why? But then once I got past that and it started, I was like, this is a bop. Okay. I like okay and of course my girl Nini a queen a true vocalist was singing like the rent was due my girl paid the (laughs) rent up for the next three years for everybody on on that group like she vocals Nini love her so I was like I love this song like okay I like this I like this and then this morning I watched it with the music video and I was like oh why like, I didn't, like, I didn't it. like it together. I thought it was just, I don't know if it was, like, all of the, like, and I guess that's just the style of their music video. I don't know, like, all of the zooming in and, like, the weird, like, and, like, the little, the the, the eyes, they scare me. Like, if we got <laughs> the, if we got the, the cartoon, like, the anime Espa, I love that. Like, love that Sailor Moon swirling, like, oh, that, yes. was, that was great. I was like, we should have had those girls. They look more like the girls, but then them things came out and started, like, robot dancing and i was like oh my god 
and the like looks and like the, like the music video I just don't like like that part so I think it threw me off but I do like this song I'm not on the fence about it I do like this song I was happy about it except for the beginning it's funny because yeah like the last two songs me and Terika were just like ah but well no Black Mamba I like Black Mamba yeah but um this song though the first time I heard it because yeah because I was scared because they the teasers look good like the the pictures and everything I was like this concept looks lit so I am happy. I watched the music video like with the song. I love the music video. I love the song. Um, the chorus goes hella hard. The su tu 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 like shit catchy. I like that. So yeah, catchy. I like that. The visuals are wild, but I really do. I like the music video, but I feel like it's like that futuristic look, like like to, like a technological type of word, like world. And I mean, I go back to like when I would watch, like, the Blue Dabudita music video or, like, Eiffel, you know, like, <laughs> like those types of, that type of EDM from, like, the 90s, early 2000s, like, it has that very much this look, like, obviously, like, way yeah. less quality, but it had that look, so I always liked that stuff, like, that that spacey, like, technology type I mean, of shit. I, like I said, I like the music video except for those parts, and I like the song, but together it made me feel kind of like, eh. And I think it's because, like, the teaser and, like, the visuals were so just, like, pow, that I was like, oh, ho, ho. And Espa does that a lot to me, I feel like. When they put the teasers out and, like, <laughs> they the do, video- it's so different. Yeah, and, like, I just be so hyped, and then I get them together and I'm like, <laughs> Like, what? this is whack. And I think it's because they do, like, <laughs> Like, they show you the best parts where you like, ah, yeah. So you think the whole music video was the best part, and then it's, it's not. But I like the music video, and I like the song, but I like them separately. But I don't like those eyes. I just think they need to get rid of those and just stick to the cartoon. Because those are scary. I don't, if I ever go to an Espa show, I don't want that appearing in front of my face. I will run. I will scream. So I basically, Terika has a problem with the, with the eyes, not with espa itself guys. no yeah no but yeah i do too though they're clearly drawn by men and they look weird oh obviously they look so weird so i was like how is it that you could take the, the cartoon girls and they look exactly like the girls and they're super cute and they're yeah. still kicking ass and fighting and flying through the sky but then you take these like 3d like holographic and i feel like i don't know i feel like i'm in one of those like futuristic movies where like you go and you put in like your 50 dollars into the token and then you're like like you know like the curtain opens up and it's a girl saying like hey what do you want me to do for you today like one of those weird ass like i hate it they're scary and they don't feel like i don't know i'm not about those i feel like the girls themselves look more animated than like the animations themselves like the girls in person are so beautiful and breathtaking that they look fake as in like they look like dolls and then the the animations look like the thing i see when i have sleep paralysis like it's weird (laughs) yeah they're scary they're like weird like someone was like you know what we should do we should like they take these like blow up dolls and we should like make them into holographic (laughs) versions of these beautiful stunning girls like yeah let's do that let's just do what irks me is that they are pushing them like obviously like that's their whole like concept and shit right but why 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 are y'all pulling a 90s cartoon that makes them wear the same outfit every time like why yeah. are they wearing the same outfit every time? Change their clothes. Y'all got money. Y'all got money. Don't act like you don't. Right? I mean, if you would have looked at that dance scene, it didn't look like it. Because the way them bots were moving, I was like, they so <laughs> stiff. Like, what is happening? 
<laughs> but um, the EP, I like the EP, and I do have a favorite song, and I'm pretty sure everyone heard it and was like, I bet Turkle likes this song. Is it Lucid yippee, Dream? Yippee. <laughs> nah, it's huh? Yippee Yippee, it's girl. Yippee, it's yippee. yippee Yippee. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was between those two, because those are also my two favorites. Yippee Yippee and Lucid Dream, there's my, I'm pretty, those are my two. As the biggest Espa stan in this group, um, I would like to say a few things. First of all, choreo. The choreo is incredible. That little leg dance thing they did. Oh, yes. yep, yep, everything to me. Yes. Um, the outfits. Miss Giselle, that blue thing that like accentuated her body shape was everything to oh me. Oh my God. I yes. lost my mind when I saw it. I was like, yes, everything. Miss Karina and Miss Giselle's rap. Woo! Killing oh, it. Oh right. my God. The vocals, yes, Terika, agreed. Ning Ning, Slay, as always, my beautiful little princess. Also, Winter, hitting a high note while firing a gun. Purr. Beautiful. Purr. And this whole EP. Listen, let's talk about the EP now. Yippee, yippee. Incredible. Incredible. I love that song. Yeah, it's my favorite thing. One of our friends mentioned that it sounded like it was like a Red Velvet song that they took that like it was made for Red Velvet. And I was like, she, maybe, because I was like, maybe that's why I love it so much. But either way, it's really good and I love it. And I was like, okay, this is this is what I wanted, Espa. These things, these things are good. Yeah. We liked it. Yeah. Like when they announced that they were going to have a comeback, I was like, this better not be just a single. And then they were just like, it's an EP. And I'm like, thank God. Right. We can see more of the girls' yeah. colors and personalities in their song, like their music. Yes, exactly. Also, uh, in this song, they have like that line that was just like, don't forget, this is Kwangya. And I'm like, how could I forget it when y'all mention every three seconds? Every three <laughs> seconds. That's the only part that was weird to me too in the song. Again, I really do like the song. But like the random breaks where they would just start speaking like, love you, Ice. Yeah, let's get at it. <laughs> I was just like, why is this cheer camp all of a sudden? Like, why? We're supposed to be savages. We don't love. Savages don't love. We fight in the streets. We fire guns and hit high notes. That's what that was. Like, yes, we love that. Also, for people to think I hate Espa, I don't. I actually she think they're really them. talented and they're yeah. really beautiful. I just feel like SM is using them solely for the point to push this Kagi Wugawama thing. And I'm just like, no, let them have their own thing. They're great. But moving on for our next comeback, Golcha, Golden Child, also came back this week with Dara. Um, They went with a more sleek and mature sound with this one. And I thoroughly enjoy that the choreo is simple, but that shit is still sexy. Oh, my God. I said the same thing, Carolina. Yeah. (laughs) Photo shoot shoot with the boys, you know, grabbing on the boys. You know, hugging mm-hmm. the hugging the bros. Like they were just like <laughs> and like looking into the camera, like, yeah, look look at me and my hot friend. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Literally. I like the I like the suits that they wore though. Specifically yeah. the one uh the ones that had like the print, like they had the same print. Yes, 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 yes. I like yes. that too. Oh, and also I really liked a uh, um wise outfit with like the little uh, the brooch? Yes, there we go. A brooch. I can't speak. Yes. Oh, I was like, I don't know these people by name. So when you said um, member number two's outfit, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I only know his name. <laughs> so she was trying to flex. Like she knew. Oh, I like his outfit. Like, yeah. No, I only know his name. It's easy. Yeah, because it's a letter. This is why. Exactly. Hey, hey, hey. I know a member, okay? I deserve props. 
But I she really do. Did. I really did like his uh, his uh, brooch, like the yes. outfit that he had on. I think it was really really cool. Also, vocals. Sir Ju Chan came with the vocals, mm-hmm. and Jong Jun and Ta Oh Tag. The rappers. <gasps> they were killing. Yeah, it. Yes. the rappers. Yeah, they were killing oh, the God. game. But um, I also so good. I read that there's like some theories about this song and how it's kind of like them saying how even though the process of them like every year is slow, but that they're going steady. And I think, you know, that part where there was like that, that uh, ceramic uh, like head and they like threw it and it was like with the, with the red smoke and stuff that was in another video. And they were kind of like breaking that saying like, well, we're going to do our own thing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was, in wannabe yes wannabe yes had it was like in wannabe same. so then this is yeah. so in this one they're kind of saying like breaking that like because they're saying like we want to be something that we'll hear they're just like this is how we do it and this is how we're gonna do it and then whatever yeah. and i was just this like "Ooh, i love theories oh i support that because they have hella fans like people may not think like oh Gold i they, love gold yeah too. yeah they got hella it's fans so and they're talented so they deserve it yeah but this one definitely reminded me of like without you like the simplicity yes. of the choreo yes. but it was uh-huh. still like super sexy mm-hmm. so yeah they they said we grown now we went away for a little while but we came back men <laughs> you're welcome men yeah their name always like put me out but like i get it I yeah get it. yes <laughs> yeah same, same i feel like a lot, that's why a lot of people just call them Golcha. <laughs> yeah Golcha. yeah but i really again i i feel i mean i love without you so i was like i think i really like the style for them um mm-hmm. like and also like what i really like that it stands out because you know we've been talking about mm-hmm. a lot lately how boy groups specifically are doing a lot of like what yep. we call noise music right so mm-hmm. you have that sound that strong like all of the things, throw all the pots and pans type of thing into the mix. But I feel like they're going with something that, that it sounds fresh. Like, even though yep. it, it might not be considered quote-unquote fresh, it is because that's different from what's out in the scene right now. So I like that they did that. It has that subtle, like, sexiness to it. Like, the close-up shots in the music video, the black and white in the music video. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I felt it all. I was watching it. I was like, yes, like, this... I yes. think also with Woolum, they just have like a certain elegance when it comes to like the music they release from their groups. Mm-hmm. Like Infinite's the same way. Lovelies, like they all have like a certain Cherry Bullet, right, is under them as well. Yeah. So like they all have like a certain elegance to like either like the music video or the like music that they make. So I think like Golcha has never like made a song that's been like the same as what's popular at the moment in K-pop. And I think, again, that's why it makes them so, like, cool and, like, nice to listen to. Because their albums in general are never, like, one type of genre. Like, they have, like, R&B in their albums. And they have, like, super big ballads and, like, super, like, hardcore rap songs from, like, the rap line. So, like, they're always, like, doing something different. But as far as, like, the title tracks go in any Woolum group, they're so, like, luxurious almost. And, like, elegant and pretty. So... Keep doing what you're doing, Willem, because they... Mm, they're yes. killing it. And the thing is that, yeah, like what Terika said, like a lot of people might think like they're a whatever group, but I'm just like, no, like they have hella fans. It's just... They it's do. like how we say about King Daniel and how like nobody talks about King Daniel, but then he, he has a comeback and he's like triple million seller. Like, like yep. because mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like Golcha fans, like Golden is are a little bit more on the low-key side. They just like mind their business. They yeah, they're not... 
Yeah. yeah. Yep. They really do. Honestly, really, I I prefer those type of fandoms to be honest. Like I think those are better than like the, like the. Uh, really obnoxious ones. Well, it was like when Golta was on Rota Kingdom. Like, everybody was like, oh, yeah, vote for them. Like, all of, like, Goldenness were like, yes, vote for them. But when they, like, got eliminated, they were like, oh, damn, that sucks. Well, at least they did really well, and everyone really loved their performances. And a lot of people are, like, their album sales, like, jumped through oh, the yes, roof, like, did. afterwards. So they were, like, super happy about it. And Goldenness was like, oh, my God, that's so, yay, we love that. Oh, my God. Yeah. There was not like, how dare you? Your group sucks. You're just like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> yeah, thanks. Vix fans are the same way, too. I know it's a different yeah. company, but just we're talking about that. Everywhere. That's what I was thinking about, too. I was thinking about yeah. Vix. To be a starlight is so beautiful. Yeah. I love being a starlight. Super chill. The least problematic fandom and, <laughs> that and I'm a part of. so nice. Like, I will never so forget nice. that. When I knew nothing and I went to KCON, I was like, ooh, I think I love them now. I'm like, oh, my gosh, do you need help saying songs? Here's an album. Like, we welcome you so much. I was like, what? <laughs> they gave me cookies. They didn't really give me cookies, but I felt like they gave me like symbolic cookies. They're like, here you go. Here's a gift basket. Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, they're so sweet. But it's not like a shitty gift basket. It's like you got like expensive stuff in it and you're like, oh, it's free. And they're like, yeah, yeah. They, they, they customized an edible arrangement for me. Like they knew all my favorite fruits and what types of things <laughs> I like them to be dipped in. It was great. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful out here. Uh, so those were our comebacks for the week, everybody. Woohoo! Um, we are going to end this week like we do every week with our songs of the week. Um, I will start. I have a few. Um, Lisa has been on repeat for me, specifically money. Maybe because I'm going. we're going on a trip soon and I'm ready to drop some money. Oh, dropping right. all my money. Um, <laughs> also been listening to Lucid Dream by S. Buh. Oh, yes. God, that song is so good good and i have broken my own heart and been listening to a lot of x1 lately so flash and also been on a 101 kick double oh my god yeah also been on a 101 kick specifically beautiful it came on shuffle the other day and then i listened to it like 12 times in a row and then ab6 were on shoulder view and they mentioned 101 and i was like my heart um so yes those are my songs of the week my songs of the week. I've actually been listening to Cypher's EP still. Yes, <laughs> it's really, really good. I, I love it so much. I've also been listening to The Feels by Twice. I've been listening to Heartbroken Playboy by Bobby because you know Bobby Jr. got to eat. Ah! <laughs> Make sure to stream. Thank you. Um, I've also been listening to a lot more Oneness than usual. Like, I always listen to Oneness, but I miss them a lot. Happy 1,000 days to them. And me! But, um, hey. yeah. Uh, so, obviously, I'm going to recommend Valkyrie, but let's do the rock version because that's iconic. And also, Come Back Home because I can't shut up about that song. That's, like, their best song ever, and I will die on that hill. I love that song. And um, because I love pain, I've been listening to Day 6. <laughs> oh, jeez. Actually, I have two, don't even lie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we love that. Um, I've been listening to Zombie and... Um, one of my favorite EPs by them, Shoot Me, the entire Iconic. album. Because I'm always late to the game, I just don't be having time, y'all. But anyways, I finally got to sit down and listen to the Cypher EP. And so Cypher. my first song of the week is Moon Knight. <laughs> Such a good song. I was just like, okay, so Dio's talking about it. Let me, let me take a little listen. So good. Um, and then surprisingly, because everyone thinks I'm a freaking Espa auntie, but I'm not. It's Espa. 
Yippee yippee. Because it's such a good song. I love it so much. I've been playing it nonstop. I was like, this is so much fun. And then last but not least, um, I've been listening to a lot of TXT lately because I had a dream that Byungyu was my little brother. Don't. We don't want to talk about it. Um, I know. It was, so, it was so wholesome. I was like, wow, I love this dream. I woke up feeling refreshed. Anyways, um, so <laughs> my last song is Blue Hour by TXT. Blue Hour! Blue Hour! There is crack cocaine in that song. Honestly, really I believe it. Truly. I believe truly. it. So for my songs of the week, um, I like I mentioned earlier, I've been listening to the Woods album like nonstop, most specifically Multiply. Love that song. Um, Young Jay's album, beautiful, vibin', just yes, exactly. I've also been listening to Key, Helium. I can't get over it. That's not my face song. And because I'm I'm back on my bullshit, I've been listening to a lot of like K R and B, uh, K hip hop. So, uh, Penomeco, Jaja, because like like I said, I'm back on my bullshit. I love that song. I could listen to that song every day, forever and ever and ever. So, yeah, those are my songs of the week. Love that. Yes, Kurt. Um, Also, I would like to say a happy birthday to Engines. We did it. We reached our year. (laughs) And a flawless discography. A flawless one. Yes. Um, Everyone get ready for Anne Hypen's comeback. It's going to be a great time. Um, Yes, sorry. I just had to promote a little bit at the end. Also, if you guys didn't know, we have a YouTube channel. We do reactions. So... If y'all just want to, you know, NYA fangirls uh, on YouTube search, you know, we're there. Love you guys. Thanks. Yes. Um, so whether <laughs> so whether you are uh, afraid of the eyes or uh, bop into Espa's album or just just can't believe Woods is the ace of K-pop that he is. Make sure you always, always fangirl along.